0: And that's the bottom line for the social with a million dummy dummy pod, Mike and James. I Mike, less than. Be honest, what less than 24 hours um, after the Rumble? This is this is the first almost akin, Mike, to a breaking news audio in terms of the complete backlash no pun intended that's come out over the Raw Rumble. Like, unbelievable,
1: it's incredible. I mean, it, rather than going on about the Rumble and what was good and what was bad, we needed to do a show just to cover the unbelievable reaction that's taken over the internet, it's taken over news websites, it's taken over Twitter, it's everywhere. The huge reaction to the Royal Rumble last night.
0: I know, I mean, let's be honest, when you wake up, Mike, after going to bed about five or whatever in the morning, to, 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 to a BBC news story on the BBC Newsbeat, which is, it was at one point the third most popular news story on there as well, yeah, right. Looking at yeah. it, to to Daniel Bryan blames WWE for exclusion. Shall we just do a little bit? For those who don't know, absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure.
1: am sure most of you've heard this, anyway. Now then, if you, if you don't want to know who wins the Royal Rumble, skip this show because we'll be talking about more or less just that in this one. Okay, but basically, in case of the... In case you don't know and do want to know, I'm going to start talking about the Rumble right now. I'll give you a couple of seconds if you need to do anything. Okay. Batista won the Royal Rumble, okay?
0: no was because, planned. We're not surprised, in
1: a way. No no great shock there, okay? He's a big star, big return. Yeah, that's just how they've done it. Now, Daniel Bryan was in the opening match in a rather good, perhaps very good match with Bray Wyatt. Now, this show, the Royal Rumble event, as they call it, in Pittsburgh, was clearly a huge... Daniel Bryan town, if you see what I mean, okay? Everybody loved him, and they couldn't wait to see him. For most of the evening, they were chanting for Daniel Bryan in in other people's matches and all sorts. They, like me thought that Daniel Bryan, or hoping that Daniel Bryan would make some kind of second appearance in in the show, that he would be number 30 in the Rumble and would go on to win it, and the place would go absolutely ballistic. Did that happen? No. What happened was we got to number 30, Rey Mysterio came out, and between then and the end of the match, the entire audience booed the fucking roof off the place. 15,000, 60,000 people went mental and it didn't stop there. The next day, Mick Foley does a huge post on Twitter, I think it was initially, and that has gone around the world now on the internet saying how stupid it is that Daniel Bryan didn't win. The BBC Newsbeat, which is BBC Radio's news service, as it were, have done a story about Daniel Bryan saying, I'm sorry for all this bad reaction. I blame the WWE for not putting me in the Royal Rumble. This was on the BBC website. The Independent, a huge British newspaper, has reported on it. Twitter has gone mental, as I mentioned a couple of times, and Batista was so pissed off at the bad reaction he got that he, after the show, he got flipped off by a fan. He then argued with the fan, flipped him back, and then the night ended with Batista at the top of the rampway doing ironic yes, yes, yes chants, but not with pointy fingers, with flipping the bird on both hands. And now the entire internet has gone berserk. I've never seen wrestling
0: get this much attention, perhaps ever. No. There you go. Did they do it all on purpose? They'd like to say yes. I don't. I. I think it's a no, to be honest, Mike. I'm assuming that wasn't the case. I mean, I mean, I mean. Let's let, let's start at the beginning. I, well summarized. Well summarized. Summarized. Couldn't. A, I don't Thank think anyone you. could have ever done it better. i Putting it in plain, it in plain English. Everyone, now, we now know where we are. I mean, the, the BBC, I mean, I mean I'll, quickly, I'll quickly read it briefly. It shouldn't take Go that ahead. long. I mean, we've got... Um, <clears throat> World Wrestling Entertainment star has apologised to fans, obviously talking about Daniel Bryan, who are disappointed that he did not appear in the Royal Rumble. As, uh, uh, Daniel Bryan blamed organisers for his exclusion from the match in the US. Um, writing on Twitter, quote, Sorry, guys, the machine wanted me nowhere near the Royal Rumble match, but I thank everyone for their support. Continuing to write... Um, on Twitter, they try to keep uh, us down and away from the top spots, but they can't ignore reactions forever. Keep voicing your opinions. Now, interestingly, Mike, did did he do that on his own, or would he have give, got permission from WWE to do that? If you were WWE, would you have
1: given him permission? No. Exactly. I'm not saying it's impossible, because it could be WWE thinking... Right, we've clearly got a hot story here. Let's stoke the fire a bit. It's Inter- possible.
0: I completely agree. Uh, if we go to uh, bah 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 bah, bah, the Bleacher Report, on um, Batista, um, we mentioned Batista engages fans after Royal Rumble, mocks Daniel Yes Chance, basically. Uh, on his way back up the ramp, Batista obviously got into a verbal altercation with a fan or flipping him off, and we've got pictures of him basically flipping, um, flip- flipping the fans off. You know... Uh, not uh on the well what what essentially is the stage um before they indeed yeah on the on the entranceway thing yeah yeah and and, uh they've got a picture of him um also uh, flipping a fan off and kind of almost sort of getting into his face Uh, we've all heard in the
1: past batista can be a hothead But it's literally his first match back.
0: This isn't setting the best precedent. No, and Vic Foley's uh, tweet was, uh, initial tweet was, does WWE actually hate their own audience? Question mark. I've never been so disgusted with a pay-per-view. Which is is kind of almost an overreact. We've seen worse pay-per-views. And arguably, there's probably worst rumbles. But you could argue, Mike, potentially, that in terms of a business decision and a decision which makes the most sense, this probably wasn't one of them. This is one of the worst business
1: decisions since they bought WCW and did nothing with it.
0: No, absolutely. Now, interestingly, on the Bleacher um, article, the Bleacher Report article, it goes right at the end to say, and I, I completely, this is interesting. I mean, there's no question that company officials must look at the situation and reassess the current plans. Batista was a better heel during his previous run, and the way he interacted with the fans made it clear he should be portraying a villain once again. It goes on to say, hmm. instead of pretending this incident didn't happen, the WWE should capture lightning in a bottle, turn Batista heel by having him become jealous of Brian, and with Batista playing the whiny bad guy we came to enjoy before, um, before and Brian in a main event caliber storyline, this would be the best way for the company to satisfy... Everyone, arguably having potentially Mike a Batista Daniel Bryan main event for the title at Mania, going on this very realistic storyline. I think that's quite a good idea, and they need.
1: But if they're going to do it, they need to do it incredibly quickly, just to save face. So Batista. Hang on. Yep. So, what is, if they wait a while, it'll be obvious that they've heard this idea and then gone with it. If they do it right away, people will go,
0: oh, it was planned all along, well done. So, basically, what you're saying is Batista really needs to come out first on Raw and cut a heel type promo. I think the
1: two of them should tag together against Alton and someone, and then Batista goes fucking mental, lays Brian out, and shakes Triple H's hand.
0: That'd be good. That'd be good. Saying, saying I'm number one, that's fantastic.
1: Some kind of, yes. And then Alton will have, will find it, will actually, and it would sort of fit because Alton has been saying, you've made more fuss about Batista than me recently. So that might kind of fit into that little story arc as well. If you see what I mean.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and you i mean let's be honest i know obviously with lesnar i mean the big rumor wait well, you know lesnar being the number one contender there's nothing mm-hmm. one thing one thing i'm um, I've, I've i've probably forgot to mention there's nothing stopping yeah. him being in an elimination chamber is there really no not at all um so he could be one of many in the elimination chamber yes that is
1: true that is true so you it would be it would be a shame for lesnar in a way if he ends up as part of the six man one on one shots but you're absolutely right in that it's kind of just weird timing
0: yeah but having just, said like, that yeah um, what i i do particularly um, remember one year didn't the undertaker get involved in the elimination chamber match and yes, uh, he uh lost even i yeah, 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 he did he did, did it also. Yeah, yeah, and um, didn't he? And, uh, and that obviously set off a, um, uh, a, a, a feud with, I think, Undertaker and Michaels. Essentially, the Undertaker yes. could always get involved somewhere down the line between now and Elimination Chamber and basically make Brock Lesnar lose for some, for some reason. I mean, they could come up with a storyline between now and the February pay-per-view, surely. But... That's, a, that's a very good idea. And at least that's... then Lesnar doesn't lose that much face. Exactly.
1: Lesnar still looks reasonably strong because he was only stopped by one of the best superstars who's ever laced up a pair of boots. Yeah. So what we're saying is that we should, that Batista needs to go heel tomorrow, shake hands with Triple H, Orton ends up as a weird tweener champion, which would sort of work. And then they have a six-man elimination chamber of Bryan, Lesnar, Orton... Batista and whoever two others they want, maybe Seamus. You
0: could someone. do, however, Batista. I mean, yeah, but 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 remember, Batista is for the main event of Mania. Oh, in, that's a very
1: good point. That is a very good point.
0: Which means Brian would probably need to win the Elimination Chamber if we would ha- if we would get in that scenario. Uh, yeah, I guess so. The only other thing you could do is if you did a Brian Batista Orton three way, and you know what, I'm not being funny. I don't think yeah. anyone's got a problem with that. Alton saying he's the face of the company. You know, he has the title, right? You, you know, he, yeah. he's annoyed. He's basically annoyed that Batista's come along. Mm-hmm. Batista's saying, I'm going to beat you, Alton. I'm annoyed that I got bought back after four years and this upstart Daniel Bryan is more popular than me. How dare you fans cheer him over me? And then yeah. you've got the underdog, the baby face, Daniel Bryan. So you effectively got... Orton the tweener, he's probably you know potentially he's going to be booed if that was a yeah. way. Batista's going yeah. to be booed and the face and and the face Daniel Bryan and there's nothing more than we we want and I doubt it's going to happen in the middle of the ring you know you know a one two three Bryan on Batista or you could even do Bryan pinning Randy Orton and continue the Bryan Batista feud at the next pay per view. But oh, do you mean so when would Bryan win? Oh, no, he wins at Mania, right? Yeah. Your idea of a a triple threat is fantastic. If you wanted to continue the batista Bryan feud, the fact that you've got a triple threat could work in your favour because you could get Daniel Bryan finally beating Randy Orton, obviously not Batista, because then Batista can come out on Raw the next night and say, you didn't pin me, I want a rematch kind of thing, you know? You pinned Orton. And their feud could potentially continue if it's quite hot. So, Batista wouldn't lose face by, like, he wouldn't really get pinned or submit at that match. I mean it would be Orton who takes the loss. Does that make well, sense?
1: That makes total sense, but I kind of think if Batista's going to go mega heel, he should be the one to lose. Yeah, potentially. And they just, bu- and they, and they just busted another challenger afterwards, Cena or whoever.
0: Yeah, true. true. But, I mean, uh, I was looking on, um, I've got my phone now. I was looking on the WWE or, or on Facebook. Oh yeah? It's quite, it's quite, it's, and and it's basically, it's, it's what not they say that seem (laughs) seemingly quite telling. I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to get it up somehow. And I, I, I'm, I'm having trouble at the moment. So I'll keep, I'll I'll keep, I'll keep. How, do you know how hard I'm resisting jokes at the moment? Do it, just do it. Well, you say you're having trouble getting it up? Yep, yep, that's true. We've all been there. Well, I, I I'm there now. Um, I tell you what. That's, that's awkward. <laughs> I'm telling you what visiting visiting uh message forums and anything like that is quite amusing as well.
1: Oh yeah. Can I take it that people have been uh, not exactly happy about the other night?
0: No, and uh, I know people could argue it's it's the vocal minority, but in this case, I think when it does make <laughs> when it makes things like the the news. BBC and the Independent, something's going something's definitely going on I, it may arguably be a vocal
1: minority but it's a, probably the minority's probably the biggest it's been if that makes sense whereas before it might have been 90% whoever and 10% minority it's probably now like 60-40
0: no I completely agree
1: and let's be honest a lot of the hardcore minority
0: buy Wrestlemania tickets I and mean, these are the fans that watch every pay, pretty much you know, as many of the pay-per-view ok here, here yes. we go Here we go. Okay. Go on. Update. uh, WWE, three hours ago, they basically posted on Facebook, Batista is headed to WrestleMania. But what of Bray Wyatt, the Shield, and the new WWE Tag Team Champions? WWE.com previews the Royal Rumble Fallout with this look ahead to Raw. Now, do you see what I mean? It's what they don't say (laughs) that's quite telling. Yes, it's what they're casting (laughs) over, or whatever the word is, passing over, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if he said Batista to address the fans at his outrage or something, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yes, but they clearly try, they're, they're they're pretty much glossing over it, completely Unless ignoring
0: it. It never they're, happened.
1: Yeah. They're totally ignoring the fact that their top number one contender is nowhere near as over as the guy in the opening match, despite
0: probably paying Dave Batista three or four times the amount. You reckon? Yeah, maybe. Oh, absolutely, oh, absolutely, yeah. I can, I can see you thinking. <laughs> Now the 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 ironic thing is people people are saying how dare dave batista come back take a spot from someone like daniel bryan etc but let's be honest this is exactly what the rock did like, uh, you know 2 years running at mania and also let us it's not batista's fault no uh, no it's not batista's fault it's exactly what the rock did 2 years running Um, uh playing devil's advocate mike mhm can you really co- can you can you really compare those two the rock and batista though for me, it's completely different. Batista, big star; The Rock, massive star; Hollywood star. The Rock taking someone's spot is almost more understandable than Batista in some people's mind. That I can, that I can see. The Rock taking a spot is it's kind. It's yeah. kind of worth. It's kind
1: of worth it because of the attention and joy that he brings. Batista is a big star. But he, he was the biggest star when the business wasn't doing as well as when The Rock was a big star. Done. Yeah. Done.
0: Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, love, I mean, I love the fact that Mick Foley's disgusted with the uh, with, with the Royal Rumble. Tonight, for the first time, I had to admit to myself that the powers that be are just not going to get it. And that makes me sad, he wrote. In my yeah. two years as an official WWE ambassador, I never once had to lie about my enthusiasm for the company or the product. But I'm about one six as excited about it as I was a few hours ago. The revolt oh, from dear. Yeah. Um and uh, the, this, is the, this is from, uh, I think, The Independent, and it goes, the revolt yes. from the WWE's fan base, which who is dubbed the WWE Universe, does not seem to be slowing down. The company having recently announced a traditional distribution model challenging new on-demand service called the WWE Network. Now, mm. we, 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 I, I, we're talking about this over the phone. <clears throat> They're selling this $9.99, you get WrestleMania for $9.99. Yeah. yeah? And, but you have to sign up for six months, so it's a $60 uh, it's a $60 thing, so essentially that's WrestleMania, but 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 you, you've got all this other extra stuff because WrestleMania is about $60 in America, I think. Um...
1: That sounds about right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, having said that, um. If they're gonna, I mean, a lot of people are gonna buy it anyway cause, cause of the, because of the historical stuff. But if you're promoting the fact that it's Mania, Mania being the first pay per view on the network, as we mentioned, and the fact added to the fact it's WrestleMania Thirty, you need a card that people, uh, sal- you know, you, you know, uh, uh, dr- saliva dripping from their mouths, so to speak. They absolutely cannot wait. They've seen the menu, i.e. the card, and they're like, goodness me, I, I can't wait till Mania. I'm so excited. At the moment... I know exactly what you mean. At the moment, it's probably completely the opposite. And Mick
1: Foley's right. One thing that you and I said on the phone earlier on is that getting WrestleMania for a tenor, although, I should say, it's, it, in a way it is, in a way it isn't, getting WrestleMania for a tenor should be amazing. But the moment, if WrestleMania, a good WrestleMania is worth 60 quid, I reckon this WrestleMania is worth about a tenner,
0: based on the way they're booking it so far. Well, yeah, I mean, we can't really predict. Things change all the time, and I'd imagine this is... They're going to have to. This is (laughs) insanity. Well, the card we've got at the moment, potentially for me, this is the rumoured card. I mean, nothing's been confirmed. It's just just us trying to predict where they're going. Uh, uh, Yes. Obviously, Cena, Bray Wyatt. We've got for me. Yes. We've got Daniel Bryan allegedly versus Sheamus, Undertaker the- allegedly versus Brock Lesnar, and Batista allegedly—you yeah. know—allegedly you know, allegedly, allegedly versus Randy Orton. That is a card. Uh, that, I'm not being funny. That's a other than Lesnar Undertaker. That's a B-show card. It's No Mercy or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, even even if that had been a SummerSlam, I'd be somewhat disappointed, but I'll be a tiny bit excited for the Lesnar Undertaker feud. But I'll still be a bit like meh, you know.
1: I um, again, I, I I'm agreeing with you uh, everything tonight because you're bang on. And basically, this is a situation where, as we said before, WWE in terms of Daniel Bryan have got something on a silver platter. It's been dropped into their laps. It's the equivalent as if you were WCW and Shawn Michaels suddenly became available in his prime. You would go shit, slap him up now, change everything. All right. WWE have got someone who the fans are obsessed with. Whether people listen to this like him or not, you've got to admit, the audience are obsessed with Daniel Bryan. I'm one of them. And yet they they are now in a situation where they set everything up otherwise, and now they have to change things, or either you get a shit card and a bad firework for Mania, or they do change things and they look like idiots. Because they didn't plan
0: it properly in the first place. Yeah, but... But I would say that's the lesser of two evils. Yeah, and as we discussed, even with the Batista idea coming from that Bleacher Report, it almost yep. like... I mean, it could almost look like, to the to you know to, to the average fan, or to most of the fans, like, oh, you planned it all the time. How very clever. Worst case scenario, oh, a much more interesting storyline. I'm looking forward to this.
1: Do you know what would be the easiest way to probably sort all this out? What? The main event of Elimination Chamber... Lesnar gets his one-on-one shot against Orton, take a cost in the match, and they randomly announce that the winner of the Illumination Chamber takes a third spot in the main event at Mania.
0: Easy. Done. Sorted. Five seconds. That's all it took, Mike. Yeah. They're not going to do it, are they? Um... (laughs) Well, yeah, I, I actually... A bit of me believes that they don't have a choice... Well, the concern I've got is, potentially, this could be one of the biggest roars in terms of uh, people watching it, because they want to see the fallout of the Rumble. Now, my worry is, he's definitely going to think, oh, it's because Batista won let 's be honest, because they can be that they have been that naive in the past haven 't they? they they have been yes at
1: times they will sweep things under the rug that aren 't
0: convenient for them yeah. sometimes. or are they going to be like the reason that, the reason it spikes such a big number is because obviously the whole Daniel Bryan controversy and the fact that we 're on international news, so to speak, which is probably the main reason let 's be honest, and I think if they if they if they decide to not do anything, pull the rug over their own eyes. Because everyone else's doesn't have a rug over their eyes, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. And if they carry on, I'd imagine the Raw ratings in leading into Mania could potentially be the most disappointing since you and I have been broadcasting for WWE Pod.
1: They would just drop and drop and drop week by week by week. They've got Batista in and they got a good rating last week. Now they have a (laughs) ready-made... Thing which you know as I say it's, it's, a, it's not what they have planned in the but if WWE are smart when it comes to marketing and sometimes they're geniuses at it sometimes they'll be all over this but as you say I, I don't know what to expect and as I said to you on the phone earlier on I reckon they had two Raw's to decide if on Raw tomorrow they the, the fans go mental and they ignore it okay if it happens two RAWs in a row, then they will go shit. We need to change things now. Let's hire Michael Chalkley.
0: <laughs> do you th- do you think I need a new job? <laughs> do you do you think the fans are going to take over Raw right from the beginning?
1: I fucking hope so.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I I'm not, I'm not normally, although I like being side of jokes and all those things. I'm I generally. Trust the WWE to whether or not it's the, the the show I want to see to give me a good show, but this is on a knife edge, I think. And at the moment, I'm not sure how much I trust them to just
0: be sensible. You know, no, does this make any sense at all? I completely agree. Um, uh, moving sideways a bit to the, <laughs> to the to the Dewey Foley. Yes, but I didn't know about this until you said it. Right, I'll, I'll read it to you. Okay. Please do. All right. Um, this is taken. I think I believe from Facebook. Um, sorry, this Pete. Is Mick Foley's Bully, eldest son. If anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Abs- absolutely. Beyond the mats, a uh, long time ago. Mike, isn't it? Um, it certainly is. Sorry, people who know much about wrestling, but this company right now is in some serious shit. This is really bad for their company because no one or two individuals truly believe that they're um that they're opinions reign much higher over the millions and millions of people who watch their show religiously on a weekly basis. It's such a horrible feeling, obviously, because it hits close to home. You have these guys who work their asses off 320 plus days a year, who barely see their loved ones, and they get completely disrespected and disregarded because triple fucking h thinks they're too small or not star material my dad made your ass and people told my dad all his life that he would amount to nothing so triple h should know from from experience that the people that work their asses off and that are told that they're worthless are the ones that make the company the best it can be without my dad Triple H is just a mid-carder. My dad went out of his way to make sure he turned Triple H into the intimidating, scary, cerebral assassin, son of a bitch that he has become. So it's about time that people who deserve to be the best are given the opportunity to show it. WWE is a fucking dictatorship, and it is truly, it's just truly a shame.
1: Wow. And let's be honest, Dewey Foley, you could argue is no different is not that different like right? because although his dad is obviously a legend he himself i don't think is particularly involved in wrestling no no he goes but-
0: on to say there's another he's just he's just mirrored everything beautifully sorry please, please. <laughs> he goes on up, up another post I can't confirm whether this is from him or not but I've seen it from more than one or two sources because I haven't uh, it's not like a direct link or picture he goes on to say that is exactly how you turn against your company Triple H run your company the right way don't play favourites disappointed and frustrated in the WWE what a shit show New Age Outlaws Lesnar, Orton, Batista all win all besties with Triple H Daniel Bryan loses and isn't even in the biggest match of the year Triple H H hates Brian. Give the people what they want, not what you want, fuckface. I I feel bad for the people that spend their hard-earned money to watch and attend tonight's show because that was a complete waste. Daniel Bryan, the number one guy in the business, isn't even in the Royal Rumble. Are you kidding? Daniel Bryan, not even in the Royal Rumble. What an effing joke. Good job, WWE. Um, and, and that's pretty much uh, so. Those two things he alleged, allegedly said. So there you go, Mike. Mm-hmm. There you go.
1: I, Although he makes a good point about people who work 320 days plus a year, arguably that's true for every single wrestler in that locker room. But what is true is that, as you and I said yesterday before the show, there are big, big similarities between Daniel Bryan and Mick Foley. They're incredibly hard workers who clearly don't have the polished, nor, if there is such a thing, normal look of a star. But the fans have taken them to their hearts. They ran with Foley. They haven't really run with Brian in quite the same way.
0: No, <laughs> they haven't. Um, and, 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 well, goodness me, the, the, the fans let them know about it.
1: Yes, indeed. I mean, th- it's, it's astonishing what's happening. I've never... It's, uh, this, as you say, in a way, it's almost funny. This is a wrestling show. It shouldn't mean as much as this in a weird way. It shouldn't mean... It's a show. It's the best show in the world, but it's a show. It's, a, it's This is the equivalent of if something happened in EastEnders getting on the national news. It's a bit weird. But this is how shit-on people feel. Yep. That it's just taken over the world. <laughs> God, God. Raw, Raw is happening in, what, like seven, eight hours' time. I, on the one hand i 'm really worried that in two or three weeks' time i won 't want to watch Raw for a while because i 'm so pissed off with everything, but at the same time
0: i can 't wait for Raw tonight to see what they do uh, to be honest yeah <laughs> it's going it 's going go two ways they do yeah. something and address it and it 's and I, th- I think people are going to be excited the other thing and it 's going it could be arguably equally entertaining the other potential is they do nothing, and the fans decide to take over the show. It will be funny. And I I, th- I mean, you could have a third one, is they carry on what they're doing, and the fans don't react at all. Which I think could happen, but it's definitely the unlikely one out of the other two. I'm scared about this, James. You, you're scared? I'm
1: scared I'm not going to want to watch Raw anymore. <laughs>
0: I, I'm, uh, wrestling, <laughs> wrestling, wrestling is
1: one of the things that has kept me sane for the last 15 years. I first started watching wrestling when I was 15, but I was a miserable, miserable, overweight kid at school, no friends, no nothing. I suddenly discovered incredible music and an astonishing thing called wrestling. It means the world to me. And this is why I feel so... Strange about how things are going down. It means a lot to a lot of people. It does. It's not. Yeah. It's still real to me, damn it! (laughs) Like I say, even the fact that I, a 29 year old man, am talking this way about wrestling is weird. If that makes. If you see what I mean. I see what you mean, and it is weird. It shouldn't
0: mean this much, but it does. Yeah, I don't, Yeah, but then again, let's be honest. I mean, wrestling—it's they call it sports entertainment. People get just as involved in football, rugby, uh, and there's lots of other things. It's just the hobby that one of our main hobbies that you and I choose to be most invested in, so to speak.
1: Exactly.
0: Are we going to see the first wrestling hooligans <laughs> instead of football hooligans? <laughs> but the problem, the problem, no, not really. Yeah, you, you maybe, oh, but but unlike unlike um unlike other hooligans. Um, um, if we do have wrestling hooligans, they seem to be united against the actual company themselves.
1: That's a very good point.
0: So, 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 if uh, I, yeah. so, so, basically, if I was a member of Creative, I would be worried. But if I was a wrestling fan, I'd be fine. If I was Vincent Mann, I'd be thinking, "What have I done?" Uh, the problem is, Mike, he might not be. <laughs> I mean, that—that's that, the concern, and the, and probably the, what what the reason why. We're, we're talking about about, about it now, because clearly he wasn't before the Rumble. Clearly they weren't when that post went out on Facebook, not mentioning it at all. And that was only, what, three hours ago, and it's now, what, about 20 past eight on Monday I mean, evening. So I mean, this is what I mean about being a knife bench.
1: Vincent Man goes one way, and he goes with his stubborn temper, which we all know he has. It all goes to shit. Or... Vincent Mann, we know, is a fucking genius, alright? If he wasn't, WWE wouldn't be the subject of a podcast between you and I, if you see what I mean. We may not have met even, Mike, let's be honest. Exactly, we probably never would have met. I can't even think of that idea. Shocking. Very. I'd still be a virgin. (laughs) Anyway, but you get the idea. Vince McMahon has, or Triple H or whoever has to make a big, sensible decision. Now, I don't think Triple H is as bad as everyone makes out because during the time he's had more power, a lot of very good stars have been brought up and have emerged and given chances. But the, if, this, if he's going to be remembered in any way, it will be for how he and Vincent Man react to this. This is crunch time for the creative and the powers that be. It's crunch time for Mania 30
0: as well, I think. It is. And, you know, this could, as you say, it could fuck up the start of the network. But the problem is, Mike, you, you can't afford that. They need, if the network is a complete... F- okay, worst case scenario for WWE. At yes. the moment, their TV deal is up in September, Right. All right. they are predicting that they're going to get potentially double the money they're on now because the only because of all these streaming and all the internet, the only where the money is at the moment is in live sports right yes now w w e could potentially consider themselves a live sport even though you know it's. Uh, make believe I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. Yes, do Now they could gamble and basically, you know, say to USA, "We're not going with you. Um, um you know, you know, you didn't offer us enough. We're going to try go with someone else, and potentially that they and no one else wants WWE, and then they have to settle for a much lower thing because USA might be the only network that takes them. Worst case scenario, yeah. All it's, right. Is they All don't right. get as much money as they hoped. Add to that the failure of the WWE network, which they've invested millions and millions of dollars in, and then WWE are in a very precarious position. I mean, if the network fails and they don't get a, you know, and, and they gamble on, on a better TV deal and end up worse off than they are now, WWE are going to be in a not very good state whatsoever. I mean, we're talking, you know, a bigger failure than the XFL. Um, uh, you know, and, and the shareholders will not be happy with that. And the fact that, and I'm not saying that Daniel Bryan's the key to it, all, but the fact that this is how the year has started after the rumble, after everyone being excited about it. It, you know, you know, and if it does affect the network, if this does affect the TV figures, if they conti- they're continuing to go. Bearing in mind, it's a long time to go. Uh, I would be very, very wrong. I would be worried for the company. They're not going under any time soon. Absolutely not. But it, but but it, but it's going to be potentially a big financial hit if we have those you know a bunch of failures all in a row this year 2014 could be a very lucrative year for the company or quite the opposite mike
1: sorry i'm just contemplating suicide (laughs) no but do you see what i mean i do i mean I think you're going with a bit of an extreme example. Oh no, it was. I was. I was
0: talking worst case scenario. That's but, true. You, you said that, but that's but, true. Right? Ha, but, but, but my my point being, even though you know, I don't think it's going to happen. It's it's by all means, it's definitely not an impossible situation. You're right. I mean, it's something that 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 if if the Wre is is extremely unlucky. For example, they don't change anything with this Daniel Bryan thing. Not many people get the network for maybe because they're not excited about mania. So it's not in the mainstream, you know, not, not in the publicity. Their TV figures go down. They try and gamble on potentially getting a better TV network, fail, then have to go back to the USA potentially limping, saying, oh, we'll have what we had before. And the USA say, no, you've got no other people. It's on our terms now, not yours, potentially. I mean, I, mean, I, I doubt that's going to happen. But it's still a very, it is a, a very real prospect, which could happen. WWE
1: are only as big as the fans let them be. You're absolutely right. Which WWE maybe sometimes forgets. I remember hearing Ed Ferrara, maybe a strange example, talk about something called the wrestling bubble principle, which I suspect you may have heard of. Basically, the idea is that people inside the wrestling bubble, Vince McMahon, his team of people and Triple H around them, they think the audience are not happy with what we're giving them. But what do they know? They don't know what they want. We know what's best for them. We'll try something else that we think is best. But it's obvious what WWE want. They are loving the direction of the smaller guys and the incredible matches and the Usos and the... You know the uh, the ring of honor guys that have come through. WWE have been waiting since the since the dawn of Cena arriving for the next big star to arrive.
0: He's here. I can't believe I'm saying it, but his name is Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Well, the thing is, Mike, I mean, it might well not be, but I think the frustration thing is for a lot of fans is Daniel Bryan, yes, he has been booked in main event storylines to end up looking like a bit like a chump in the end. Basically, meaning, not for not even a month or two months, or, or, you know, between two papers, they haven't really got behind Daniel Bryan fully and actually given him a proper push. And that's, and, and, and the fact that, that they haven't even given him a, given him, him a chance when obviously he was the hottest prospect last year, one of the yeah. hottest prospects the year before, yeah. uh, you know, and the hottest prospect potentially this year, the fact that they haven't really given him a chance, given him a proper run with the belt, you know, it's not good. So, so Daniel Bryan, you know, he ha- they haven't even given him a chance to prove that he can be in the main event.
1: Uh, it's like it's like daniel the prop the problem is not just daniel bryan is super is super over and they're ignoring it it's almost like what he represents he's representing the fact that at this time wwe think the audience don't mean shit
0: and that's a very dangerous thing to think well, you're right because you know the fans are the WWE if every yeah. fan I mean, I mean it's never going to happen if every fan decided i'm not going to buy any more tickets this year and if like let's say 75% of fans that normally do decide not to then yeah. um well you know WWE are going to be in a similar position position to TNA now that's not going to happen but at the you're end right of the, though, you're right yeah but they, at the end of the day like all sports Mike, like football and everything like that it and I, I think it's it's forgotten too often that it's the fans that help, you know, that, that are the biggest contributors, contributors to the sport. If there were, you know, if um, there were no fans, no one would want to watch. There would be no sport. Be it football, be it Formula One, rugby, WWE, you know, and many other things. Tiddlywinks. <laughs> well, well, you know, potentially Tiddlywinks may or may be more over than Batista's Rumble win. And if you, you, know, this time, this time next year, we don't know. Celebrity tiddlywinks on Channel Five getting more ratings than Raw, potentially, potentially. Interesting. You mentioned obviously Mick Foley, Mike, being you know similar to Daniel Bryan. What I will mention is, um, is I, I, think in this day and age, where even more casual people are on the internet, yeah. Would you say that more people are smartened up to the business, even casual fans, to a greater extent than they potentially were even in Mick Foley's era?
1: Oh, that's
0: a very good question. With, I reckon with, I, uh. with, with Twitter, Facebook, you know, you can just look. I mean, Mick Foley's comments are all over the place. Had this happened ten years ago, he still might have said the same thing. But it would, but it was going to be really only the smart marks that check the exclusive wrestling website that will know about it. I example. don't,
1: know, I don't know whether there's more smart marks as they call them than there was ten years ago. But what I do know is that it is going to be a hell of a lot easier for people just any any fan to stumble across what Foley said yeah thanks to Twitter exactly thanks to Twitter thanks to Facebook thanks to the Independent and the BBC so even if it's not a smart fan thing this could easily affect the casual fan too which it wouldn't have done 10 years ago as you say it would have only been a small select people that would know about all this backstage weirdness if you want to call it that now, even if you're a casual fan and you're just on your Facebook, you'll see in the corner of the screen, what's trending on Twitter today? WWE fans fucking furious. And you go, hang on, I watched that last week. I'm going to have a
0: look at this. Oh, my God. Yeah, you probably Yeah, You're right. Um, And talking about Phony as well, making some similarities. It, I'm not saying it was the same situation, Mike. But if we cast our way back to the early to mid-90s. Yeah. We had a Go WWE on. very much on a high about a certain Lex Luger. However, oh, yeah. the fans were very much on a high about a certain Brett the Hitman Hart. And um, yeah. it's, it's not. And I know you know. Not, I don't want to sensationalise everything, but it's not a completely different scenario, is it? Really, <laughs> I think it's very similar, really.
1: And then they realised that Bret Hart was the biggest star and he became a legend and carried the company for the next, say, four or five years. Lex Luger, obviously, was a bit of a star, but he never achieved that height. It's almost like we've got Batista in the Luger role. I'm not saying he's as bad as Luger, but you see what I'm getting at. And there's Brian, as Bret Hart. Yeah. They listened to the fans then. They have to do it this time. Because I think it could potentially to be more damaging now than it was then. Because I think these days fans don't swallow things as easily as they used to. And as I mentioned, people have more access to the disgruntled smart fan, which could affect others easier.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Now, would would it be fair to say that this could be the most important Raw of the year for WWE? More important than the Raw before and after Mania because of what's happened now? I mean, would it be a candidate at the very least? Oh, definitely, definitely. Because this raw, like I say, it's all on the knife edge. This
1: could decide whether a million people buy WrestleMania or a million people sod off.
0: You're right. You're right. And I think I think this could also be one of the highest rated roars of the year because people, you know, it's become newsworthy and people want to see what's going on.
1: It's almost like watching a car crash, you know, it's that sort of weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. Where you're going you're to have a look just because something really fucking weird has happened. And hopefully when you're watching the car crash, someone gets out alive and you feel wonderful afterwards, if that makes any sense. Yeah.
0: No, absolutely. And I think they need to address it or at least tease addressing it right from the word go, right from the way... Raw starts. They don't have to basically point you completely in the right direction, but they've at least got to got to either address the situation or tease that it's going to be addressed some point in this raw episode, right from the beginning. I mm, yeah, you're probably right. Otherwise, people are going to switch off. You know, quick.
1: yeah, after the first half hour, yeah. they might say halfway fuck through, this. Half, yeah, halfway through they've wandered off. Yeah, yeah. So they oh this is unbelievable is it we're even talking about how important individual segments of the show are in a weird way
0: well yeah yeah, we are because uh you know a lot of people they they need to get in there quick a lot of people are going to tune in at the beginning as as, you know particularly your casual fans if they don't see anything newsworthy or or, oh this is caught by fancy they're going to rather do what what they were doing before you know after after about half an hour (laughs) makes sense makes horrible sense but it's true so I, you know what, for the for the life of me, Mike, I would never would have predicted doing another show so soon after the Rumble. I never would have predicted WWE making BBC, you know, almost mainstream news being on the being on the independent. Mick Foley and his son having a go. Um, uh, someone calling Triple H a fuckface, I believe, potentially. Well, I could predict that. Okay. Yeah. So, so, what do you predict for Raw, Mike? I predict this is
1: one of the most important rows of the last five years, but for the
0: but for the worst reasons in history. Fantastic. Um. I mean, I I think we've basically talked talked about the hu- <laughs> talked about every everything. You know, I mean, I mean the all the interesting chants, obviously, versus <laughs> Randy Yorton, John Cena. Uh, I, I I don't know, but about the, the biggest thing is it's Daniel Bryan is is the thorn in WWE's side for for one of a you know for one of a better expression. So how can one individual end up with
1: weird so much power over the industry?
0: It's fantastic, isn't it?
1: It's weird. I tell you what. Yeah.
0: Wouldn't it be funny if TNA decided to sign Daniel Bryan tomorrow? That'd be interesting. Don't think it hasn't crossed my mind. <laughs> If I was TNA, i would be getting on that phone call straight away. Um, but 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 hey, Dick, Dixie Carter
1: is going to be watching this very carefully because if they piss off Brian one more time, he could quit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think he, I don't, I don't think he will. But yeah, potentially, potentially, yeah. <laughs> potentially, he could. Um, uh, you know, and once again, Mike, I mean, we've got a potential Kane versus CM Punk feud, which no one wants. And, and no. when Punk went out, it was, I, yeah, there were booze, but it was a bit, it was, you know, like when you get like the, uh, they call it xbox it was the we don't really want to see that kind of booze. You know, when you roll your eyes and I you go, for, you know, like, for God's sake, you know, kind of booze. I, I think Punk's getting really a bit lost
1: in the shuffle, really. Don't you think? Yes. No, he is, absolutely. Which is a shame. It's a great shame. He's a hell of a talent. But at the moment, oh god, this is the weirdest, worst booking ever.
0: Yeah, but, but Mike, this is also the problem. Randy Orton, John Cena—you know—they've been they've been somewhat in the main event since, for good goodness goodness knows, goodness knows when. You know, well, a and, decade. Let's be honest. And and you know you know with the Cena mixed reactions and stuff, it's happened. You know, now he's predominantly getting booed more often yep. more often than they're, than they're not. It's. It, it's almost just like a bottleneck now, and uh, I mean, do you feel that sooner rather than later, yeah, something's got to give if they keep going in this direction, doesn't it? Truly, if something
1: gives and they go, all right, Brian, they're right. You're the guy. Go for it. And what will all happen to Cena?
0: Yeah, yeah, me, no, me too. I remember. Going into um, the, during the Rock feud, Cena was getting a lot of boring chants, which he doesn't normally get. You know, sometimes during his yeah. matches, but but not not, not but, but not his promos. And I was thinking, if that carries on, that's not going to be very good for him. Um uh, well, could we could we have a face
1: Brian and a heel Cena as the top guys in the company?
0: Yes, but they are not going to turn Cena heel anytime soon. He makes too much money. He's too good for the kids.
1: Yeah, but Brian's going to make a shitload of money soon if he isn't already. I'm wearing his T-shirt now. I
0: paid 20 quid for it. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You're right, you know, you're right. But then again, I think it, it's a nice dynamic. SummerSlam was a fantastic dynamic. You know, all the kids loving Cena, and all the uh, you know all the guys, adults, and smartmart fans liking Daniel liking Daniel Bryan. So Cena being, being the natural heel, in a funny way, just like he normally is when he gets against CM Punk. John Cena represents everything that Daniel Bryan's not, and the fans like Daniel Bryan, you know? So, maybe it's good to have them both in that role, you mean? Yeah, yeah, they can both be faces of the potentially faces of the company. Those faces, you know, but in a very different way. And, and the only time you're going to get maybe, you know, uh, 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 ch- ch- crowds disagreeing and, with each other is when they face each other. For example, when Brian faces Orton, uh, Brian's going to get cheered. When John Cena faces Bray Wyatt, I don't, well, I don't know, actually. Uh, potentially. John Cena is going to get cheered, but we don't know. Given given the the reaction, um, but it's going to be interesting. At least they're giving him a fresh opponent. To be fair, looking back at it against Bray well, Wyatt.
1: Well, I, I like Bray Wyatt. I think he's very good, and he had a very good match with with Brian. <laughs> I think he worked very very hard and very well. But as it, it is a bit random.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but but the,
1: <laughs> but but there, but there you go. <clears throat> I just I just want to fast forward time to the start of, of Raw now. And I'll, I'll be I'll be watching it live in my bed. You gonna know watch it live? Yes. I want to go to sleep now, wake up at two o'clock and watch it.
0: Starts at one. Oh, is it one? Oh, fuck, I missed a bit. <laughs> it's a three hour war, isn't it? Three hours. Of, of course. Of course. <clears throat> yes, I forgot for a second. I mean, I might end up going to sleep about two o'clock, but I'm definitely going to be watching that first hour to see what happens. Hmm. So. I can understand that thinking. There you go,
1: ladies and gentlemen. We need now. uh, I feel that we have addressed, excuse me, an enormous, enormous issue currently facing the WWE and, excuse me, there we go, and in a sense, wrestling as a whole. There's got to be something good we can
0: talk about as well. Before we go, um, yeah, Yeah. well, the good thing is, it, uh, you know. This is our. You said yourself, potentially for the wrong reasons, but whatever way you look at it, uh, wrestling today, Monday, the 27th of January, is in the mainstream media, which it definitely, which really only happens when, when you know when something really bad happens, like Benoit, or we've got WrestleMania. Now, this it's, yeah. is not like negative in term in terms of Benoit, but it's got so much hype now that. WWE almost has been given like a second chance to really push the network by having this amazing storyline going into the Elimination Chamber and continuing and potentially ending into WrestleMania, their biggest pay-per-view of the year, Mike. This has given them a chance. This has given Batista a platform, potentially, as we previously said, to potentially be, be, be a, a super heel now, rather than cu- coming in as a face. It has given them so many good options that WWE, all they need to do is, is go go with the flow rather than rather than try and paddle against you, you know paddle against mm-hmm. the uh, oncoming stream of water. Just to, just go with it, and it's gonna it's gonna make the, it's gonna make them sore. Um, they've been given this chance. Will they take it? We don't know. Um, and which is why the prospect of Monday Night Raw for the 27th of January or 28th in England, because it starts at one o'clock, is so exciting it's made it incredible
1: in the sense of as you say no one knows what they're going to do but a hell of a lot more people care than they did you know 48 hours ago
0: yes no no absolutely i mean say say daniel bryan won the rumble it still wouldn't have got yeah. as much, it would not wrestling wwe would not have got as much news as this if daniel bryan won guaranteed yeah yeah definitely
1: if, if 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 they can capitalise on this, then the whole world have to hold their hands up and go, you geniuses. I just really hope they do it.
0: Yeah, and if they don't, well, it's them throwing away money, isn't it? It's like looking a gift horse in the mouth. It's like taking a you can take a horse to water, but you can't make because it you drink. Can't make it drink. Yeah, basically. They've they've got they've got the opportunity. Are they going to take it? I don't know. How big's the horse? Massive. A massive horse? Like the size of three and a half adult hippos.
1: Wow. That's a big horse. Yes. Yeah. And so every single WWE fan inside this Trojan style horse. And the horse is thinking, which way do I go? It's at a fork in the road. And I need Vincent McMahon to grab that horse by the arse. And fling him down the right path. Yes. Not something I thought I'd say. Not something I thought I was going to say when I woke up today. No. But there you but go. But then again, if Vincent Man doesn't grab the horse's ass and send him the right way, then you know what that makes Vincent Man what a horse's ass. <laughs> well, there you go, Mike. Yeah, that was quite funny. We should have ended on that.
0: We should have done. You can, it, oh, well. you can end it. You can end it now, though, Mike. Can I? Yes. You think I should? Yes. No. Mid sentence. <laughs> I, I, I think we've exhausted. We everything. don't know what to do. It. We don't know what we we don't know what to do. do <laughs> we, we, it. We're at WWE. Um, hey. Hey. Uh, well, I, I think I think we've pretty much uh, exhausted every, everything. Everything we can do about about the Royal Rumble itself.
1: Uh, what happens? Um, Oh, I just want to say something that's good. I'm too happy for this. I've lost my job and WWE have lost its way. Coincidence? Yes. 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 Oh, bugger. Good night. Monday Night Raw, the WWE Sports Entertainment, Entertainment Entertainment, the state of Florida, the country of the... game